Hello, friends. Welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches and Doug. Currently, Lumberdor is engaged in a battle against time involving a dragon, and unfortunately will be unable to join us this evening. Regardless, if you happen to enjoy our conversations and would like to support our efforts or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com. Guys, I'm glad we're able to meet together again. This is fantastic. It feels like it's been forever. And no, it's only been a couple of weeks. But okay. What do you want to talk about? There's all kinds of stuff going on right now. Anything at all. Have you guys seen Mr. Holmes? The Sherlock Holmes movie with Ian McKellen? No. Really? No, I don't think I have. It's a, it's a beautiful movie. It's about Sherlock Holmes when he's like in his 90s. And he's got some version of senility. So, you know, very un-Sherlock-like. He's misplacing things and he, he his just memory is not that great. And part of it is he's reliving his final case, which he never solved. It's fantastic. Um, that sounds really interesting. And uh, he, he's in his 90s. So the kid's saying something about like, oh, you're not going to die. I, I knew a guy who lived to be 102 and he, Sherlock's reply is that, you know, what are the odds that you're going to know two people who live to be that old? <laughs> it's a very practical way of looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> Ever the pragmatist. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I highly recommend that, that one. Yeah, that's not ringing any bells. Usually that's something that I would pay attention to. Mm. That's not ringing any bells for me. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. That sounds very interesting it's, it's a very, very different it's a very different uh, version watson's been dead for quite a while um so he's he's in a very different place in, in his life of course it's not you know original sherlock at all mm -hmm. so where does it fit in the canon of the sherlock holmes universe i i guess it would be the sort of the oh, tale. Wait, this is this is, <laughs> yeah, this I don't is when they crap the end they didn't give a crap about that stuff and just made movies right yeah <laughs> they they do have some funny bits about him, you know, despising the uh, the legacy um, that Watson's writings have created. <laughs> That's good. So good you to know, look he, meta. He's he's very uh, matter of fact when people are like, "Oh, what about the hat?" You know, I don't don't wear the hat. Didn't never smoked a pipe. I preferred cigars. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of one of my favorite Sir Michael Caine films, Without a Clue where uh, Sir Michael Caine plays Sherlock Holmes, but he's an actor that Watson has hired to portray the character that he's written, and the real brilliant detective is actually Watson. It oh. is hilarious. I want to see this. That's yeah, all you have uh, to Sir, say. <laughs> it's Sir Michael Caine as Sherlock Holmes, who is an idiot, and then Sir <laughs> Ben Kingsley as Watson, who is brilliant. <laughs> and it's... And the kinds of situations that they get into are fantastic. So, so Michael Caine is sort of portraying the face for the world. Yes, yes. Okay. He's, what was, he's, okay. he's what was this face. called again? What was Without it, what was a clue. Okay, I'm writing this down on our list of things to watch. <laughs> okay, it is so good. <laughs> this uh, and you know, I I like the Robert Downey Jr. movies, but there's so much better Sherlock than that. There is, yes. <laughs> Wasn't there one that had Lucy Liu in it? But. A recent television series 
Oh, yes. That was terrible. Okay. I, I, I can't. I never watched it. <laughs> is she, what is, is she? Is I think, I think she was she? the Watson of the pair. I believe so. If I remember correctly, it didn't last long because it was terrible. <laughs> but oh, if it I, I remember it was some, something around the, oh, oh, elementary. Was that it? Yeah. Elementary. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's it. So you said it was terrible. And it didn't last long, but this uh, I just went on IMDb. It was on for seven seasons. Seven oh my seasons? god! Oh, in well, your opinion, it, in, it shouldn't have. Lasted I, I wrote long. it off <laughs> after a few, after a couple episodes, and I assume that the rest of the world did too. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> you were like, surely that won't last. Long. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised know. that that shows like Batwoman still. Are, you know, are still have more seasons. Oh, it's uh, Grey's Anatomy, apparently. Um, uh, terrible the... stuff gets made all the time and continues on for. Forever. Do you guys like the uh, Supernatural that that show with with I the brothers that uh... kept up with that? I I, watched I, one I did enjoy that. I watched until the fifth season, and that's when I bowed out of it because it seemed like like they had closed up everything nicely. And then they kept making more seasons. And I just thought, eh, I'm good. I, I've seen some of it, but mostly my experience with it was the Scooby-Doo crossover, which I thought was very well done. It was very funny. Um, and I was looking for that recently and I was like, it just happened. And it's like, they, they still had like five more seasons after that. <laughs> Scooby natural, actually. Uh, I think it, it's in the 13th season. Maybe it's, I, it's definitely 13 a, seasons what, now. It, it's worth the, it's worth a watch. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take a look at it, but man, well, you know, if they, if they're still able to have a, decent story going and people are interested then more power to them that's great sometimes don't you think though that this is like a network this is what they feel like they're surviving off of whether it's really working or not the sentence which has arguably <laughs> not been good for a long time even the treehouse of horrors recently i've been kind of disappointed with yeah gosh i haven't watched one of those in forever I did watch the most recent one and I could not tell you anything about it. I just didn't same. Did, I, I didn't they it. do um uh they spoofed that Korean movie? Uh oh um, the one that won yeah. the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Parasite? Yes, Parasite. That's Parasite. It. I remember the the spoof of the shining they, they did. That was hilarious and fun. <laughs> yeah. Use that the shine shin of boy, yours. boy, you want to get sued? <laughs> the the shinin. <laughs> Willie got killed, killed in every story that with an axe to the back. It was great. That was great. Every single story. Urge to kill. <laughs> Rising. <laughs> nice. Fading. Fading. Gone. Okay. <laughs> Need oh more of that. But that's when Conan O'Brien was a writer for The Simpsons, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Or had he already left? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, he wrote the monorail episode. I feel like we could do an episode here just about the monorail episode. <laughs> Me, have you one seen, of the there's greatest a television where, episodes of any series ever. It's amazing. There's a documentary where they have like a round table with Conan and, and several of the white writers from that era. And they just talk about writing the Simpsons for maybe an hour or so. It, it was a nice, nice watch. Was, was that where... Conan had explained how he would have ended the series. 
Oh, uh, I don't remember that. Oh, I'd like to hear this. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds that sounds like it. Like, um, you'll you'll have to check me on this, but as I under, if I remember correctly, he said that that he would have Marge take the kids and leave Homer, and which she should have done so many times, and it wouldn't be played for laughs. It would it would be just be a very serious dramatic moment. Like, I've had enough. We're gone. We're out. And I thought, oh man, <laughs> that that reminds me of something I was thinking this week. And that um, there's this deplorable old show you may have heard of called Married with Children. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely it's terrible, <laughs> but it was one of my favorite things growing up. Of course, sure. Um, <laughs> And I, I just recently realized why I liked it so much, because so many of the sitcoms, even then and still today, th- these shows that are supposed to be making you laugh on a weekly basis, right, would always, you, you'd come across these episodes where they wanted to cover an emotional issue and make you feel something or cry. And I'm like, that's not why I'm watching this. And I like Married with Children because I always knew that they were not going to do that. <laughs> it was just a live action cartoon. <laughs> We're going to go as, as goofy and dark as possible. Yeah, they would do that with Home Improvement. Even All in the Family did that mm. several times. Uh, it's got prove it. it's really, like really heavy. Wacky fun laughy times this week. Their grandma dies. Right. Even on the dinosaurs. Even on the dinosaurs. The world oh, is ending. <laughs> I mean, really, spoiler alert, the dinosaurs go extinct, you know. I would argue that the modern crocodile is a dinosaur. I guess some birds or something. Oh, there is a crazy, <laughs> oh, I forget the name of the bird, but it, it looks like a modern dinosaur. I'll have to look that up now. Uh, it's going to bother we'll me for ask. forever. We'll have to, we'll have to I think you're talking about the, the one I'm thinking of, or maybe not, because I'm thinking of there's a very specific bird um, that I've seen pictures of, and it looks like it came out of the Jim Henson like creature shot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what you know I, what I'm I, talking about. Yeah, I think I think we're talking about the same thing. That's like to me when you see live action like real footage of a panda, it always looks like a guy in a panda suit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Maybe, maybe they went extinct a long time a time ago. They won't get it on because that dude's like hell no. But this cassowary, I saw that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. that's what I was thinking of. It's a New Zealand bird that mm, yes looks like a modern dinosaur. New Zealand, <laughs> that crap. makes sense. Awesome. Where all things magical reside. Used to be. <laughs> Used to be. Haven't they said they're moving Middle Earth out of New Zealand now? Oh, for Amazon's yeah, brilliant <laughs> adaptation. <laughs> what really increasingly poorly thought out? <laughs> oh man, Second it's, Age. It's, it's, even though we don't whole, own all of the Second Age rights, yeah, the whole production just keeps going from bad to worse. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're why they are doing this. And I just don't need gratuitous naked scenes in my Middle Earth, you know. So wait, what? <laughs> you heard well, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're gonna Game of Thrones it up. Let's make sure. I believe the initial the idea when they put the feelers out was to find their own Game of Thrones, right? 
Yeah, they needed a <sighs> they need the next Game of Thrones to make the money, and they decided Tolkien. That's the ticket. <laughs> but how do you make the money when you spend all of the money purchasing the rights? So like I Frodo's, I can't afford that pizza, and then it's like, how's he going to pay for that pizza? I mean, what wasn't it something like half a billion like, dollars? I know. We'll buy more pizzas to pay for this pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's learning that uh, that uh, Justice League lesson yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I suppose not. You put half a billion dollars into something, you're going to have to get what, like three billion dollars out of it. <laughs> Doesn't seem like the Eternals is going that way either. So I was going to say, so like, I haven't now, watched uh, Financially, it. I think it's doing okay, isn't it? Uh, it's made, the last time I checked, I haven't checked recently, the last time I checked, it was at 71 million. Okay. Okay. And in pandemic numbers, that's decent. It's certainly not Marvel first 10 years impressive. <laughs> Is it true that it's not, the, like it's uh, some of the overseas releases are being pulled for whatever reasons? Yes. Okay, so they're going to lose out on that money. Mm-hmm. They're, they're losing out on the international market. There's a saying in the film industry that no film is ever finished. It's just released. Well, tell that to Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and remember, the Snyder Cut was never supposed to exist, according to Warner Brothers. <laughs> right. Okay. They went on and on about that. It doesn't exist. What, what are you talking well, about? Once you've it. seen the Snyder Cut, you're like, I don't think he's done with it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so wait. So after Eternals, there's what? There's what? There's Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Spider Man is next, November, December, I think. I think so. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I still, I still think Spider Man too. <sighs> still, it might Electric be best of the Spider Man of the movies. <laughs> Which Spider Man too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's going to have to be a little more specific. <laughs> the Tobey Maguire one. Thank you. <laughs> There are With literally three Spider-Man 2s now. Oh, my word. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, Spider-Man 2, um, Sam Raimi, is, it's still one of the best superhero movies. Because I'll think. say, like, the, the, the that's the missing. Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Yeah, but what's missing to me from the MCU Spider-Man? I don't know why. I was reading, I read an artist week or something about these movies. You know, there's really no Uncle Ben, right? And that's such an important part of... Tony is now the Uncle Ben. <laughs> but he's like not an Uncle Ben. He's not even Right, close. right, no. So I don't know. It, he's it, the I, mentor father figure. I feel like I'm missing that, you know? Of. Yeah, he's like Elon Musk. Though. I mean, he's not like working class. The closest we've gotten is like vague references, like all that Aunt May's been through, something like that. I can't even keep up with what's going on and on in the MCU. I have no idea. After Endgame. <laughs> I, I, there's I really no reason to pay attention to anything that's going on i very I watched much wanted vision i wanted the mcu to end yeah. after endgame i think it should have i think it should have and i it's Least not the that i continuity world they could have let it go at that point what a tremendous undertaking to build up a cinematic universe with crossovers with all the heroes oh. and then and multiple ensemble movies as well as multiple individual movies truly it's like man just yourself on the back job well done yeah bow out gracefully you and did it you accomplished you can still it do things well with with marvel characters and story arcs and i mean wouldn't it be neat to go back now and make like an iron man movie that wasn't connected to a bunch of other yeah i mean characters. that's what i'm saying like just like, like ultimate like, 
what we used to get, like the solo Spider-Man movie. I, I gotta say that's something that I kind of liked with the Eternals is I didn't care about these characters. I didn't feel like I had to. <laughs> you, had, you had a little bit of a... Well, bit of even a, in uh, the comic books, they are not the the focus in, in their own mm-hmm. comic books. And it was after Jack Kirby left Marvel and he went to go work for DC and he created mm-hmm. a... Um, a series there that was kind of like the Eternals. And then when he came back to Marvel, he wanted to create a successor to what he did in DC and Marvel just gave him free reign with everything. It was like, okay, so sorry. Glad to have you back. Carte Blanche, do what you want. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and so the Eternals was, as I understand it was supposed to be his big magnum opus His his interesting. You know, everything was was Jack Kirby with that. It was canceled before it was finished, but the most interesting characters were the Celestials and the threats and everything. Yep. There's one scene with the Celestial in this. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's because it's the scene. I just want to see the, the whole line. We should have gotten in Fantastic Four. Yeah. The full on <laughs> Kirby style sci-fi. That's what we need. Fantastic Four. Just divorced from all the MCU. Give Fantastic Four movie real Kirby sci-fi and crazy crap going on. That's what I want. It'll never happen. <laughs> Probably not. At it least not happened. for a while. Um, if All Kevin Feige has anything to say about it. <laughs> I think that's why I like horror movies so much because they're willing to try like just completely off the wall, crazy concepts. And it's just one little thing. It's just That's whatever. why horror movies were my favorite growing up because I feel yeah, like I think they I- were willing to, you know, you know, effects budget be damned. Uh, we're we're going to make this monster or whatever. We're going to veer off into this fantasy thing. We don't care how dumb it looks. We're just going to tell a story. <laughs> There's something about that I Do like. Do you think that it gets mm-hmm. diluted a bit when it when the single movie turns into a franchise? In some cases, it, yeah. Like I look at like Halloween. On the topic of franchises, what name comes to mind when you think of artistic integrity? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, Leonardo da Vinci. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, Will Ferrell, right? Well, sure, sure, he's in there. I think that's a given um, at this point. The Ballad of yeah. Ricky Bobby. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't dislike the man, but I. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I just love that he's done. I enjoyed Stranger Than Fiction. I've heard good things about that. I haven't seen it. And then everything must go mm. is, is another one that I enjoyed him in because mm. of his comedic timing and, and how he delivers the lines. It, it works really well. <laughs> but the man is responsible for uh, a modern holiday classic, at least partially responsible. Elf. Yes. Whether you like it or not, you can't deny that. Oh my! Uh, most my most of love the, most of the rest of the world loves. It. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, didn't John Favreau direct that? He did. Okay, so my point being that I've read something recently where apparently Will Ferrell turned down like twenty nine million dollars to do Elf two because he did not like the script. He thought it was a, I guess, a cash grabby rehash of the original. Mm. And isn't that weird now? Not just that, but yeah. that they, they didn't just find some other face. Someone else to do it. To stick in there and make an elf too. Saltis, you were saying something about the, the single movie 
uh, versus the franchise. Mm -hmm. They had talked about doing a sequel to your next, you know, that we watched a few weeks ago. And there are even like the concept scripts floating around and stuff. And they ultimately never did anything. And I'm so glad. I think a sequel mm. to that movie would have been like, no, like, no that's a one-off kind of movie. Was the like, sequel, the reboot, the remake, um, it, it produces some awful stuff and it, mm-hmm. it does. But then sometimes it gives us the better version of a story. True. That's fair. In some cases. Double-edged sword. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> work out what works best. Something like I don't know. Empire the problem back. is the the over uh, the overindulgence in the practice. You know, I ask myself like Ghostbusters two. You compare Ghostbusters two and Ghostbusters, it's like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters would have just stood on its own. It's so it's such a perfect movie. But Ghostbusters, and you know what? Ghostbusters two is not a bad movie. It's not terrible. But when you have to, when you're forced to compare it to a comedy classic. To like one of the, the yeah, most classic. Ah, it's just rough. Ghostbusters 2 did give us Janos, though. Mm. I love that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I like him, Peter McNichol. Everything you're doing is bad. Have you guys, you know this. Have you guys <laughs> seen his, uh, uh, what's it called? Dragon Hunter, I think? Yes. Oh, that movie's amazing. It is one of the greatest ever movies to watch on Saturday afternoon when you have nothing to do. (laughs) It's and when I say amazing, I mean garbage, but yes, Yes. (laughs) amazing garbage. (laughs) It's amazing garbage. It's that's what we like here is amazing. amazing. (laughs) It's got one of my favorite puppet dragons. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Honestly, though, when, when looking back, though, isn't that dragon so much better than than say um, the dragon heart dragon? <laughs> yeah, arguably so, <laughs> but the dragon heart dragon was voiced by Sean Connery. So, thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor. Beaches and Doug. Thank you and good night. There is a time in Hollywood where there'd be about a dragon, a live action movie, and the dragon was voiced by Sean Connery. And then sadly, the the direct-to-DVD sequel, it's uh, Patrick Stewart. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait. Here we go. Hold up, hold up. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery.